0: Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.
1: Today in Watching Your Wealth, five financial steps to take before year-end, and what to know about the new FAFSA. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, what to know about the FAFSA. But first, we're joined by Rick Edelman. Rick is the chief executive of Edelman Financial Services. Welcome, Rick.
0: Happy to be with you. Thanks.
1: Great to have you. So year end is coming before we know it. It's kind of hard to believe. But you said first folks need to think about fully funding their retirement plans. Tell us about that.
0: Well, the best place to save is your retirement plan at work. It's automated, so you don't even think about it. The money gets pulled out of your paycheck before you ever get it, so you never even notice the money is missing. And most employers these days match contributions to a certain degree, so it's literally like getting free money and you get a tax deduction to boot. So there's no place better to save than in your retirement plan at work. If you're not maxing it out, make sure you start doing that right away.
1: Indeed. What about charitable giving? I know so many people, you know, our listeners like to give, but they often wait till the end, like very end of the year. What do you say about that and what should they be thinking yeah, about?
0: Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah. Jean and I, uh, my wife and I, we, we wait till December to decide, you know, based on what's been happening with us during the year, who we're going to give money to and how much we're going to give. It makes perfect sense for people to be thinking about this with the holiday season. You know, that's what Christmas and Hanukkah are all about, is giving to the community. So sure, go ahead and give. Um, but what you want to make sure you realize, you have to do is mail those checks by December 31. They don't have to be cashed by the charity by the end of the year, but you have to have them postmarked by December 31st. And and also keep in mind that if you're over age 70, you're allowed to give money directly from your IRA and that can help save you taxes even further. So instead of giving money just cash, writing a check out of your checkbook, consider giving money from your IRA or from uh, giving your stocks and bonds or mutual funds. This allows you to avoid capital gains while also getting a tax deduction
1: that's a really smart move to make what about family gifts Does it the same thing apply you have to buy no December it's a 31st? little bit different
0: okay. Veronica, with families because if you're going to give money to family and a lot of people do they write checks um to their kids and grandkids uh, during the holiday season, you not only have to give them the check by December 31, they must actually cash the check Got by it. December 31. So this is dangerous if you're going to give them that the check on December twenty fifth. They only have a few days to cash that check, and if they're traveling away, that could be really difficult because if they don't cash that check by the end of the year, it doesn't count as a 2016 gift. It counts as a 2017 gift, Ooh. which could create problems for your estate planning depending on your situation.
1: Indeed. So it's important to note maybe give that check a little bit earlier um, what should we be thinking about when it comes to taxes that's always such a, a headache for so many people
0: it's a headache it's been a nuisance uh, and unfortunately in today's tax code there really aren't that many ways that we can effectively lower our taxes but there are still a few for example if you're saving for college for a child or grandchild you can fund 529 plans right now for up to five years' worth of contribution limits. So uh, that might be something to be helpful. If you're going to get a bonus at year end, you might want to ask your boss. It's going to sound crazy, but ask your boss if they're willing to give you the bonus in January. (laughs) This way you don't have to report it as taxable income this year. Um, A deferred tax is always better. And if you own a business, um, bill your clients late in the year so they pay you in January instead of December to keep your – Uh, 2016 tax bill a little a little lighter
1: that's smart smart because it keeps the money in your pocket for longer versus going to the government makes a lot of sense um when should we be thinking about rebalancing our portfolio is this something we should be doing now or should we wait till after the election or what's your thoughts
0: well, there's no reason to not do it both times, if warranted. Uh, rebalancing is something you need to do to prevent your portfolio from becoming too risky, too overweighted in one asset class or another. And so uh, it makes sense to do this before the end of the year, and in c- the course of doing so, it can create an opportunity for you to engage in tax loss harvesting, which fancy way of saying, you can produce taxable losses to offset your taxable gains and lower your tax rate. Donald Trump's been making this really famous in the past couple of weeks (laughs) with all the news that he's been having over this. But ordinary Americans can do this, too. If you own mutual funds, stocks or bonds in a taxable account, you can basically do what Donald did and lower your taxes the way he did it.
1: That's right. It's perfectly legal. Um, Since we mentioned the election, real briefly, I want to get your take. If there's anything you think investors should be doing between now and Election Day?
0: From an investment perspective, you should be completely ignoring the election. Don't worry that one candidate or the other is going to cause the stock market to crash if elected. Um, The history is very clear on this. We've done a lot of research going back to 1948 on all the different presidencies and all the different controls of Congress, Republican or Democrat, and the, the statistics are clear. Washington does not impact the financial markets. Clearly, the president has an impact on tax policy and fiscal policy and the economy, but that doesn't translate to stock market returns being good or bad. So you don't need to worry about who's going to be the next president as far as your portfolio is concerned.
1: You am going to keep a long-term focus, it sounds like what you're saying. Indeed. Great. Helpful tips. Thanks so much, Rick.
0: You're very welcome.
1: Thanks again to Rick Edelman for joining us. Coming up, what to know about the new FAFSA. But first, a quick word. This episode is brought to you by Vanta. Managing the requirements for modern security programs is increasingly challenging. Vanta's trust management platform helps you quickly assess risk, streamline security reviews, and automate compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more. Plus, save time by completing security questionnaires with Vanta AI. Learn how by watching Vanta's on-demand demo at vanta.com WSJ. That's V-A-N-T-A dot slash WSJ. Hey, this is Steven Pearlberg from the WSJ Media Mix podcast. Are you interested in the biggest changes in the media and advertising business from Facebook to Snapchat? Tune into the WSJ Media Mix podcast for interviews with some of the biggest names in media from Gawker CEO Nick Denton to Turner President David Levy. For more, check us out at wsj.com podcasts. WSJ Podcasts, listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, Here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Don't forget, this year families can file the free application for federal student aid for the 2017 18 school year early. On October 1st, those forms became available. Families used to have to wait until January 1st to fill out those forms, so this is a big change. Remember, it's better to file the FAFSA as soon as possible. Aid is often given on a first come, first served basis. And if you're wealthy, you should still fill out the FAFSA. You might be eligible for aid even if you don't think you are. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This
0: message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort.